I want to begin by thanking Cozy Earth for sponsoring today's episode. It has only taken 10 years of marriage for Jesse and I to finally realize that we needed to start investing in high quality pieces to make our home cozy. And not only is it worth it for the sake of peace at home, but also for intimacy between the two of us. So Cozy Earth gifted us an incredible bamboo sheet set and has been my favorite sheet set yet. And we have honestly spent so much money trying to find the right ones that don't instantly get holes in them or shrink down after one wash. And the Cozy Earth sheet set is so much softer than cotton. And one of my favorite parts about it is that it is temperature regulating. So it keeps you cool and comfortable throughout the night. And I love being cool at night. So Cozy Earth strives to produce the highest quality, longest lasting, most comfortable home luxury products in the world. If you're unsure about your purchase, no stress. This is amazing. They offer a 100 night sleep test, which means you can try it for 100 nights. And if you don't absolutely love it, you can send it back for a full refund. So best of the best part is that Cozy Earth has given us a coupon code exclusively for my listeners for 35% off of anything on the site when you use the code LIVINGEASY. So find the link in my show notes, go check out all of the products that they have to offer. They have way more than just sheets. And let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, we were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and super crazy, but when we do life together, we find that it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, long lasting friendships, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I love to dig deep and talk about the really raw things that people are not always comfortable discussing. And I'm also passionate about sharing practical tips that have helped me to help you navigate through life less stressfully and more purposefully. We will laugh together and struggle together. You will hear honest insights on strengthening your faith and your marriage, parenthood, how to's, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I am Lindsay Maestas. Welcome to the Living Easy Podcast. Welcome back to our five-minute intimacy chat. My name is Lindsay Maestas. If you're new here, I am so happy to have you. I focus heavily on faith-based marriage, relationship, family, life stuff. Right now, we are focusing a lot on sex and intimacy, but it's not just sex. It's the emotional intimacy that breeds physical intimacy within the relationship. And so what we're going to talk about here is just a quick snippet of information that I do for my listeners who don't have a ton of time in their days. I felt like A lot of my episodes tend to be relatively long because I'm a long-winded girl, but I also know that some people just need something quick and easy, and I feel like I can offer that to you in these little chats. So if you're looking for more, we have a ton of in-depth conversation within the Sex and Intimacy Project and the Wife Project where we dig far deeper into this topic, um, both Jesse and I, and we have a ton of other episodes on the podcast as well. But today's episode is titled Three Ways to Break Down Walls Within Your Marriage and in the Bedroom. So how do we begin to break down walls within your marriage that you may have built through childhood up into your relationship and that now has kind of projected itself into the bedroom? So these next three things have really transformed our marriage in the last year. 
it has been a really long journey for us to get to the place where we are now. Um, I think we were always kind of trying to get here, but we couldn't quite figure it out. We've always been over communicators, really good communicators, honestly, but there were just levels that were missing. And so I want to share these three things that were the maybe missing puzzle pieces that we finally were able to put back together. Now that it's working, and let me define what I mean by worked, because I want you to understand what the goal is. Working for us has meant that we have let down a lot of our walls and barriers that we've used to protect ourselves within our relationship based on past experiences, not necessarily things that have happened within the relationship. However, there are some, but a lot of it is just our past experiences in our past relationships, um, family relationships, and so on. It also means that we've begun to really trust one another in a way that I don't think we have before. Not only fully entrusting one another to Jesus, kind of not controlling one another's decisions or actions, and not allowing there to be this underlying distrust or questioning within the relationship. Do you know what I'm talking about? I hope so. But that is something that we've really broken down and worked hard to get rid of. And then also entrusting one another with our hearts and our bodies fully. And through this, it's also meant that our friendship has become so much stronger than before because that trust that we've built and the lack of control we've tried to have over one another, there were just moments of like, hmm, you're doing that. Okay. Well, that's your decision, <laughs> you know, just there. It's like manipulation. And we see that it really can create a divisiveness within the relationship when there isn't that deep, deep foundation of trust. Now, because that trust has created freedom to be ourselves more than ever before, our friendship has become deeply, deeply strong. And I say this in a way just to give you hope because this really is a huge shift for us. I am learning to be more feminine, more soft, more available. And that has just not always been me. And I was just talking to a friend and I told her, you know, the place Jesse and I are at now, I just feel like we are fully one. I don't know how to live without him in the healthiest way. I guess you can say that. Like, I I don't want to live without him. I just desire his presence. I desire to touch him. I desire his friendship. I look so forward to talking with him. And anytime that we're apart, I'm like calling him or he's calling me and we're just connecting. And we just are on a different level now. And it really is because of these three things. And so I just want to elaborate on that because it's so impactful, I believe, to any marriage. And it has been for us. Now, I also want to say that this does not necessarily work for everybody, but these are the three things that have really worked for us. So number one, we've chosen to be softer to both ourselves and to one another. And so like I mentioned, this is not natural for either of us. Jesse and I are both hyper-motivated, strong, independent, or we try to be at least. We are not good at relying on others or feeling quote unquote weak. We're not even good at expressing our weakness to God, which has been something we've really been repenting of and working through. But sometimes weakness and vulnerability will soften the hardest of hearts. And that's what we're experiencing. Jesse and I had some discussions when we saw how we were hardening toward one another. For example, we would withhold praise or compliments because we felt like it would make us vulnerable or we felt like it would make the other
other person overly confident, or we didn't act on moments of affection, even something as small as touching one another's faces because it made us feel weak or like we were putting ourselves in a vulnerable position. But these are all lies and fears that stem from the enemy. This is not from God. God has called us to that oneness. And vulnerability within your marriage is a gift and one that many couples only long to have. So I want to challenge you to start doing that work toward that softness and discuss with your partner what is holding you back from displaying it, but also what are their needs in that area that would make them feel more affectionate or more seen and valued by you through that softness. Number two, in order to be softer, we need to create emotional safety. And so this looks different for each and every person, but one way that you can determine what you need from your spouse is to determine the opposite of your negative childhood experiences. So just for an example, if you had a really angry parent, emotional safety might be fostered through calm voices and patience no chaos. Um, If you experienced unkind words, then feeling safe might include positive words of affirmation or encouragement or gentleness and love. If expressing emotions in your home was not really allowed, then feeling safe would consist of the ability to adequately express your feelings without feeling shut down, ignored, gaslighted, invalidated. So take time together to determine what those things are what are the things this is the best example I can give. Like sometimes I'll say something like if I made a mistake and I know it's a big mistake, right? Like I broke something or I forgot something. I find myself genuinely fearful to go to Jesse. And when I go to him and he's like, you're so silly. Or he just like laughs at me. How did you even let that happen? And then moves on. I am utterly shocked, you guys. I can't even describe it. I'm like, wait, what else is coming? I'm waiting. Like, there's got to be more to this. And there isn't. It's just he's patient with me and he's understanding. He's not my father and he doesn't play father and I'm not his mother and I don't play mother. And in the moments that we do fall into that, we quickly try to fix it because it's unhealthy. And so experiencing that, I'll, I'll reiterate to him like, hey, that made me feel so safe with you. And I know you don't understand because that's your normal response. But for me, it's just really freeing to be able to make mistakes and to not feel afraid of falling short. Number three, allow yourself to get naked, literally and metaphorically. So literally keep the lights on during intimacy. I know this can be so uncomfortable for many of you, but when you are allowing yourself to be fully vulnerable, it really, really boosts your trust and and comfort and understanding with one another. So I encourage you, undress even when you don't feel attractive or feel in shape. Walk around your room naked with your spouse. We talk about leveling up together as a family. If this is something you may be feeling often in your relationship, like you're uncomfortable in your skin, we talk about that deeply in the Sex and Intimacy Project. But even when you don't feel comfortable, cuddle naked, talk openly about your insecurities and fears, and ask your spouse to reassure you in those areas. Let them know, hey, this is something I'm struggling with. It's something I'm aware of, but it's also something that I just really need comfort in in order to be intimate. And asking for the things that you need is crucial in any relationship. Remember, you guys, your spouse cannot read your mind or predetermine your needs. One thing I do is I'll ask Jesse, hey, I need you to rub my hair more, to touch my face. Or when you think that I look beautiful, I really need you to tell me. He did not grow up experiencing that, 
seeing that, having that anywhere around him. So it's not natural to him, but he's willing to do the work. And I think that's what's so important is a lot of people are willing to do the work, but we just don't take the time to communicate our needs. I am relearning how to communicate my feelings without anxiety, to not speak out everything that I think because it overwhelms him. And I only know that it overwhelms him because he's told me with grace and compassion, but he told me. And so as we communicate these things more, as he tells me, hey, I really need you to compliment me when I'm working out a lot and you don't say anything, it makes me feel discouraged. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just thought you could tell by the way I looked at you that I think you look really good, but you're right. I should speak those things out. The longings, the wants, the needs, the desires, we grow closer together and more comfortable together being emotionally naked when we share those things and work toward fixing the areas where we need a little bit of work. And so this intentionality with becoming naked leads to deep comfortability within our intimacy. And I believe that it will truly do the same for you in your marriage. So I know this is over five minutes, guys. I'm so sorry. But for much more like this, Jesse and I teach together to couples or to individuals. If your spouse is not open to it yet, just turn it on extra loud in the house, guys. We talk all about this stuff on the Sex and Intimacy Project. It's a faith-based marriage course that includes a full workbook to walk through for a deeper spiritual, emotional, and physical connection within your marriage, as well as video teachings that really dive deep into hard topics that we don't feel like the church talks enough about. So click the link in my Instagram at living easy with Lindsay or in my show notes for more info. And as always, please share this episode with your followers or with anyone in your life who might enjoy listening or benefit in their marriage from hearing this encouragement. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon.